Thank you for listening to this episode of Ganado Meets, a series of discussions between Ganado team members and sector leaders. I am Jotam Sheridiakono from Ganado Advocates, and in today's episode, we shall be looking into the regulation of ship recycling. In today's episode of Ganado Meets Maritime, I have with me Mr. Alfred Sharpes from the Malta Environmental and Resources Authority. Hello, Alfred. Thank you for coming to this interview. So we're going to be discussing controversial subject today, recycling. And we're going to be focusing on the recycling of ships. Uh, let's start with a very general question. I mean, wh- why is recycling relevant, important to us in today's world? First of all, thank you for inviting me. Yes, uh, recycling is very important. First of all, recycling helps to protect the environment. Recycling reduces the need for the extracting, refining, and processing raw materials, all of which create a substantial air and water pollution. Recycling helps to reduce pollution, contribute to clean water, save energy, conserve natural resources, and support local jobs and businesses. Recycling saves energy. It also reduces greenhouse gases emissions, which helps to tackle climate change. Why is it important uh, that ships and rigs and other vessels are recycled? What do we need to recycle ships? Can't we go on using them uh, and using them? Do we need to uh, determine whether they are now not seaworthy and therefore it would make more sense to, to recycle? Yes, definitely ships need to be recycled in an environmentally sound manner. Most of the ships has uh, hazardous substances on board the vessel. Therefore, these substances need to be tackled properly, needs to be uh, treated in an environmentally sound manner to protect the environment and human. The benefits of ship recycling are felt at global level. As the term recycling implies, value is derived from the materials and the equipment comprising end-of-life ships. The scrap steel is smelted down and is commonly used in the construction industries, while the equipment such as engines, mechanical parts or furniture found on the vessel are refurbished and reused in other industries. It is crucial to have a comprehensive legal framework and effective monitoring system governing ship recycling to ensure environmentally sound management of ships. So let's let's look now at international conventions and in particular uh, EU uh, law. Um, are there international treaties, conventions, which regulate the recycling of ships, given that it is a global industry? And if there aren't any international conventions, are there regional convens- conventions or regional agreements? And one can think here, of course, because it affects us directly, uh, EU, the, the EU. Does the EU itself regulate at EU level the recycling of ships? Yes, there are at EU and international level. Let's start with the Hong Kong International Convention. The Hong Kong International Convention at international level is a convention for the safe and environmental sound recycling of ships. The Hong Kong Convention is aimed at ensuring that ships when being recycled, are reaching the end of their operational lives, do not pose any unnecessary risk to human health and safety, or the environment. To date, 14 countries have ratified the Hong Kong Convention. This convention 
is not yet into force, as more countries need to ratify the convention. However, I'm going to add a little bit more. In fact, Malta has the largest shipping registry in the EU. For the convention to enter into force, it is required that it is ratified by at least 15 major flag and recycling countries, which should represent at least 40% of the world fleet and a significant part, almost 50%, of the recycling capacity available worldwide. Malta's ratification has been an important step for the convention to enter into force in terms in terms of tonnage. That's what what is available at international level. Now, what about the EU? How does the EU deal with this? There is another one at international level, the Basel Convention. Okay. The Basel Convention is uh, at international level and at EU level is the ship recycling regu- regulation and the ship waste, waste shipment regulation. Let's start with the ship recycling regulation. One of the pr- principal purposes of the European Union Regulation 1257-2013 on ship recycling, came in, which came into force in December 2019, is to ensure that hazardous waste from ship recycling is subject to environmental sound management. All EU-flagged vessels should be recycled in an authorized facility listed in the same regulation. On the other hand, we have the Basel Convention and the EU Waste Shipment Regulation. Ships sent for recycling are considered to be waste, subject to the Basel Convention at international level and the Waste Regulation. Since the EU adopted a specific legal framework on ship recycling, the Waste Shipment Regulation has been amended to exclude those vessels falling under the Ship Recycling Regulation. The EU at National Regulative Framework on Ship Recycling takes the form of an either or system that is where the SRR, which is the Ship Recycling Regulation, does not apply, the Waste Shipment Regulation applies, and vice versa. The regulatory system aims at ensuring that all ships sent for dismantling are subject to a sound control mechanism with a view to ensure environmentally sound recycling of ships. All right, that's that's a very comprehensive uh, reply. Thank you, Alfred. Um, uh, now, does, does Malta actually um, implement all, all, all of that? It's quite a mouthful. Yes, definitely. Both the SRR and the Waste Shipment Regulation fully apply in Malta. Once ERA is notified that a vessel is being destined for recycling, ERA ensures that the vessel's final voyage is carried out in according to the provisions of the applicable laws. So, uh, Alfred, Alfred, uh, just just for for those who who may not be so familiar with the with the industry um, and with the subject, what does ERA stand for? ERA is the Environment and Resource Authority of Malta, I would assume. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. So, going on, um, why is it important um, to regulate the recycling of ships, rigs, uh, tugs, and other such uh, vessels? What is gained? Vessels contain several hazardous substances on board the vessel that needs to be managed in an environmentally sound manner. On the other hand, most of the vessel's materials have a positive monetary value and are fully recyclable. Therefore, apart from isolating those parts on the ships which are harmful and dangerous to both the environment and human lives, it is important that such waste materials are recycled in new products. 
I mean, how does how does Malta uh, get involved in, 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 in all of this? I mean, uh, there's a procedure, there's a process. I mean, we can understand that. Um, but very often, um, the recycling doesn't take place here. So what what role does Malta play in the recycling of ships? Malta is strategically located at the center of the Mediterranean, where most of the vessels pass in close of proximity of the Maltese islands. Okay, so you you just explained that Malta does not have any recycling capacity. What is the role of ERA if the recycling capacity is not Malta? Very often it could be Turkey, other places. Um, how does ERA feature into, 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 into the equation? ERA features from a regulatory perspective and ERA will ensure that all vessels destined for recycling follows the provisions of the applicable laws to be recycled in environmentally sound manner. Okay, so I'm assuming that the authority would um, get involved if the ships are passing through Malta on the way to Turkey. Okay, um, or alternatively, if I would assume the the vessel is is, is registered in, 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 in Malta, because again, once a vessel is registered in Malta, then I would assume ERA would have the jurisdiction to to uh, regulate what happens to that ship when it is at the end of its life. Okay, so with, with whom does ERA interface? once an application is received from a ship owner for the recycling of a ship that happens to be in Malta on its way. Let's use Turkey as an example because we all know that Turkey is a place where ships are often recycled in this in this region. So um, what happens? Uh, how does can you explain a bit the the process once era is informed that the ship, is destined for recycling. Once ERA is informed that a vessel is on its way to a recycling facility, ERA informs immediately informs Transport Malta as to ensure that the vessel remains in Malta until the vessel obtains the necessary clearances to find out, to carry out its final voyage to the recycling facility. Where a ship does not fall under the scope of the ship recycling regulation, Therefore, the waste shipment regulation applies. In such cases, namely during the processing of the application under the waste shipment regulation or the Basel Convention, ERA will be in consultation with the competent authorities of destination and transits as to ensure that the voyage is or permitted before it leaves Malta. Okay, very clear. Um, so, um, uh, if we use again Turkey as, as an example, ERA would be in contact with the competent authorities in Turkey um, uh, and I would assume therefore that you would be exchanging emails with, uh, with them uh, in connection with the particular ship destined to be broken up and recycled in Turkey. Yes, we, we contact the competent authority at destination which is Turkey and even the countries uh, in transit. We contact. We get the necessary authorization from these countries. Okay, so if the if if the ship is is, is stopping in in Greece on its way to Turkey, you would need also yes, to reach out definitely. to the Greek authorities. Definitely. Okay, clear. Um, 
we mentioned Turkey, if I may ask uh, language problems with the Turks, because I understand. We would need some translation, yes, but but definitely, yes, we, we, we managed to go through. How do you interface with the authorities? We mentioned um, that you do this by email. Um, could you give us a bit more information on on the process itself, the the interfacing, the liaison between you, ERA, and your counterparts in the country where the ship is heading. The the process under the Basel Convention is a is a very lengthy process, as as, as you know. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Malta's country of dispatch receives the required documentation from the exporter, and then circulates all this documentation, which will include a formal application to all the countries of transit and destination. Communications mainly carried out via email, as we said, and mail as well, registered mail. We send it on both, both, ways, both ways. However, on occasions when we cannot go contact directly the competent authorities, AIRA goes through the embassy as well to get the message through. Okay. All right. So we try all the means to, to contact the authorities uh, abroad. On the other hand, whenever exporter exports are carried out on, under the ship recycling regulation, transport Malta requests specific documentation. So, Alfred, um, going on to the next question, what what type of, of information do you normally um, uh, exchange with, with your counterparts? Let's assume, for starters, that the ship is being exported for recycling under the, the Basel Convention. If the vessel is being exported to an authorized facility, okay, outside the EU, the Basel Convention applies. Information requested under this process, so-called the process to export uh, an end-of-life vessel, okay, requires several documentation, which include the uh, list of waste carriers who is going to transfer the, 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 the vessel, usually because sometimes the vessel does not go on its own, it goes uh, by being pulled by a tug, okay? All the way from Malta to Turkey? Yes, yes. It, it, it towed all the towed way, all the way from, from here, to the, to the, to yes. the, which is a considerable distance. Yes, but they do it. Mm. Like they sometimes even tow a rig from here to wherever. Yes. Details of the shipping route from where it's going to pass. And this is very important because we need to know which competent authorities are involved in the process. The competent authorities involved. You mentioned, Alfred, um, the, the route, the shipping route, okay? Um, so just for just for us to understand clearly, uh, if the vessel, according to the shipping routes, remains on the high seas, there are no transit points. Then your only exchange is with the country, the authority in the country, where the vessel will be recycled because it's not entering into any territory. Yes. Yes. Good. Clear. But apart from the other list I was mentioning earlier, you also need contracts with the facilities, which need to be submitted. Oh, you, by look, the you look at those as well, the yes. actual contracts between the owner of the ship and the and facility. There needs to be specific contracts between the facility and the exporter as to ensure that the vessel arrives at this facility and the uh, facility uh, recycles the vessel in environmental sound manner. We need a financial guarantee which for vessels is quite, will be usually a bit on the high side. 
and the license of the uh, facility as well, just to ensure that the facility to, is authorized to carry out such process. Oh, very, very interesting, the point on the bank guarantee. So I assume um, the guarantee will have to come from an established financial institution. It, could, it couldn't be any Tom, Dick and Harry who would provide a guarantee and satisfy the authority that there is a guarantee in place. You would need it to come from... The bank guarantee should be submitted, of, of course, from uh, a bank, but by the exporter. Of course, the bank guarantee will be validated, will be reviewed by our accounts, so uh, we'll ensure that the bank guarantee is obtained. Further, f further information on what is required to be obtained from the ERA website, which is sera.org.mt, and click on the Transfer Shipments of Waste section. Over there, you have all the information you need. This information will not relate only to ships. I would assume it's 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 for all. It's general. It's a general. It's a general. Yes. Um, source of information exactly on recycling of course then or, we'll see exactly what applies to to which is required and what applies and we'll ask for that information okay excellent all these these forms and and applications which uh, go into the process um do they need to be formalized in any way stamped notarized apostilled legalized can you explain a bit about that all the forms used under the Basel Convention and the ship, Waste Shipment Regulation are in the legislation per se. So, for the processing of the application under the Basel Convention and the Waste Shipment Regulation, the notification form, let's say it is the application form, okay, should be filled by the applicant. And eventually, the competent authorities of transit and destination will either refuse or authorize the shipment by stamping box 20. During the actual shipment of the vessel, the movement tracking form, which is in a different form, but a similar one, must be used to accompany each shipment. Ships sent for recycling under the ship recycling regulation require different documentation. I'm, I'm going to mention some of them. The inventory of hazardous material on board the vessel and the final survey prior to the ship being taken out of service and before the recycling of the ship has started. This survey should include that the inventory is in accordance with the requirements of the regulation, that the ship recycling plan reflects the information contained in the inventory of hazardous material and complies with the requirements of Article 7 of the regulation. And the last one, that the ship recycling facility, your facilities, where the ship is to be recycled is included in the European list, so as to ensure that the facility is in the European list. However, having said this, further information may be obtained from Transport Malta. Brilliant. So, um, to take it chronologically, um, once the ship has now been, uh, once all the papers relating to the ship have now been approved, and the ship intended for recycling leaves Malta on its way and heads to, 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 to the, the, the yard where it will be broken up. Um, the, uh, I would assume the ship is, 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 is tracked to ensure that it um, keeps to its authorized route. Um, and I would assume that within a few weeks it then arrives 
at the yard, um, and the process uh, commences. Um, could you could you take us a bit? So once the ship is broken up, and effectively the physical process of recycling is completed. What what happens then? Do you need to get any approval from the authority abroad confirming that the ship has been broken up, recycled according to yes, all the procedures? Definitely, definitely. Yes. I'll, I'll I'll go I'll go a bit back. Yes, please. Yes. Let's start from once when the permit is issued. Okay? Once the permit is issued, for the exporter to take the vessel to the recycling facility, let's say, uh, in Turkey, okay? The exporter submits the movement tracking form for ERA, the Environment and Resource Authority, to, to review and, va- and validate, okay? To ensure that the details on, on the movement form are the same as that issued in the permit. If the bank guarantee is in place, ERA informs Transport Malta that the necessary clearances have been obtained and the shipment may com- com- commence. As you recall, we informed you, we said before, that more ERA informs Transport Authority to hold the vessel so that will not leave Malta. Now is the time when ERA informs the Transport Malta that the vessel can leave Malta and go on its final voyage to the recycling facility. Of course, the vessel will follow a pre-approved route as you mentioned, as indicated in the notification form. Once the vessel arrives in the recycling facility, indicated on the approved notification form, dismantling and recycling of the vessel commences. Once the dismantling process is ready, which will take several weeks, the facility signs and steps and stamps the movement tracking form. And that means, or confirming, that the recovery of the waste of the vessel is complete. Once this uh, document is issued, or stamped by the facility, this document is uh, returned back to ERA, okay, the authority, so that to release the bank guarantee. Once the bank guarantee is released, the circle is complete. Uh, a question um, of, 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 of interest. Do you require photographic um, evidence that the vessel has been recycled, broken up, pictures of what's actually happening, or do you rely essentially on the documentary proof? We don't ask for photographic evidence. We rely on the documents required by the law. Okay, okay, makes a lot of sense. Um, uh, Do you think that the process has any any aspect which can be be improved or um, uh, the only changed thing, for the, the better the only thing uh, let's say it's it's sometimes we find it really difficult is to get the approvals from the competent authorities abroad because sometimes language may be a barrier a barrier yes uh, even the time Time zones. Time zones, okay. Time zones is, is very problematic. Mm-hmm. I once, I remember that I was calling a country, I, I, I mean, I was at the office, 
and I was calling at two o'clock in the morning. And I... <laughs> they weren't very happy to get the call, I'm sure. <laughs> Definitely. Yes. Um, but yes, there are, there are some, but I think that's the main, those are the main problems that, that you uh, face. we face during yes. the processing of such applications. Thank you very much, Alfred. It has been a pleasure understanding this very, very complex area of, of, of law and regulation. And um, we hope that um, the procedure can um, improve, as you suggested, by having perhaps um, uh, mechanisms put in force to enable you to call at um, more reasonable hours. Um, uh, we also, um, uh, with interest, follow what's happening um, within the EU because I know there are a lot of pressures there to ensure that the big flags, such as Malta, Cyprus and others, are actually um, implementing the, the, the Hong Kong regulation as adopted by the EU. And I think, and you might agree, that this is an area which will grow in the future, um, which will provide um, a lot of um, related uh, professional work for a number of us and um, we'll be, I'm sure, seeing each other again uh, professionally. Um, I'm sure of it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much.